when we celebrate great events like this in the church's calendar, what we are doing is that we are aligning with heaven because as we celebrate on earth, heaven too is celebrating. Heaven is celebrating her achievements on the side of humanity. As a matter of fact, it's a national celebration in the federal uh, uh, government of heaven. And so we are in collaboration with the host of heaven in this great celebration. And what the heavens celebrate are the dividends of the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Because now Jesus is the new order in heaven. Jesus is the new order in heaven. And that is why, too, on earth, Jesus is the new order. And from the moment Jesus came into the scene, both in the, in the calendar of time and date, everything was changed. Before Christ came, it was called the world, the B.C. And after that, it became what the A.D., after the death of Christ, because there is a transition that has taken place. We have entered the era of grace, the era that we are now beneficiaries of the finished work of Christ on the cross of Calvary. And the, the, the crux of that mystery is wrapped up in the mystery of the Eucharist. And that's why Jesus committed it to us. And we are celebrating the apex of that mystery. And what is the apex of that mystery? Death is conquered forever. And death is not just lifelessness. Death is life without God. Be it on the physical side, be it on the spiritual side. Death represents the devil. The grave is a manifestation of the shame that death, you know, brings about into the human family. And so Jesus, after he finished his ministry, after he bequeathed to us the ministry and the mystery of salvation, the Bible says he ascended into heaven. And to show us that something substantial has happened, he came and took the took flesh among us. And now when he was going, he did not drop the body. He went with this same flesh, blood and bone, which you and I have too, and went to heaven. And that's a sign that humanity now has been accepted by God. Why? On account of the finished work of Christ. And so now, man, you are dust, and you shall return to dust, has been reversed. Shout a big amen. amen. So man will not return to dust again, but man will return to the creator that made him. And so, the Bible now says that we are now seated with Jesus, far above principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. And so Mary became the first beneficiary of the grace of this reality of our mystery of salvation. That when she died, the grave could not keep her body. Her body was assumed soul into heaven. Her body was accepted. Death did not exact decadence on her body. The grave could not keep her. It's a great mystery. It's a great mystery. And that's why today we have 
a lot of saints who have also keyed into this mystery that even as they sleep in the Lord, the grave could not keep them. Their body could not decompose. Until today, we have over 260 of them all over the world that they put into the grave and the grave could not decompose their body. Death could not eat up their flesh. Their flesh is preserved until that day when it will finally be what? You know, assumed into heaven. So it's not only Mary's body that will be assumed into heaven, but the entire body of Christ. And that is to make us understand that we operate the spirit of resurrection, no longer the spirit of the grave. And for us, as we join you on earth here, God's plan and purpose is that you and I, we live within the ambience of this grace, where the spirit of God will begin to work on us right now to live above the flesh, to live above the encumbrances of the flesh, to live above the intents of this world, and be more focused in heaven. We must understand that we are now in a new government. And the new government is a government that, de- that desires that we live and pay ultimate allegiance to that government. And that's why you see in the, second, in the first reading, you know, as we read it from the book of Revelation, it now says, and she, was, and she has a place prepared by God. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying what? Now. Say now. now. Say now. The salvation and the power and the what? And the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. All was actualized on the cross. The first one is what? Salvation. Second one is what? Power. The third one is what? The kingdom of our God. Let thy kingdom come. Has it come? Yes. The church is the kingdom of God. In this kingdom, there is power. There is power in the church. There is power in the body of Christ. There is salvation in the church. And so we are beneficiaries of the grace of salvation. Okay? And and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. The authority of is that vested power that God has given that distinguishes us from others, that makes us different from others. That's why he said, you are in the world. You are not of the world. You don't need to live the, the life of the world. Desire what the world desires. Get yourself involved with the things of the world. No. He says, you must desire the things of your new place, the things of heaven. This is our faith responsibility every day. We must live this every day as God permits us by giving us the days that come by, that comes by. We must live within the ambience of this grace. You must pursue heaven. You must hold on to the grace that has been given to you. Now salvation has come. Now power has come. The kingdom of God has been given to you. Jesus said, it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And the authority that preserves you have come. Mary, like herself, walked on this earth. She trekked around. She was hungry. And God ministered to her. And she yielded herself. She became a woman who worked strong in the spirit. She grew and became responsible in the spirit. And that's what makes the difference. 
On your right stands the queen in the gold of offering. Myself too. I say I wear, I have gold too. I want to now wear my gold. Where's your own gold? Eh? Is it tight? Okay. <laughs> On your right stands the queen in gold of offering. Yes. The daughters of the kings are, do, uh, are those whom you favor. On your right stand, the queen in gold of offer. Listen, old daughter, pay heed and give ear. Forget your own people and your father's house. Amen. Amen. He's talking to us. Pay heed. Forget your own people. Forget these things you are seeing here. Forget your own people and your father's house. That's the big distraction. So will the king desire of duty. He is your Lord. Pay homage to him. This should be your daily passion. As you wake up, you say, today again, opportunity has been given to me. I must pay homage to him. I must worship him. I must make him know that I love him. Not because of what he gives to me, but because he deserves my worship. My worship, my homage, my legend belongs to him. They are escorted amid gladness and joy. They pass within the palace of the king. Worshippers are the ones who parade the palace of the king. Second reading says, Brethren, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by one man death came, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all died, so also, say it, let me hear you, so also. Say it again. Christ shall, Christ shall all be made alive. Some translations say, all of us are now alive in Christ. Meaning that the same spirit, the same grace, the same life that Jesus has, he has bequeathed to all of us. You have a responsibility to develop that spirit and manifest yourself like Mary. That is Christianity. That is Christianity. Do business with what I've given to you. My life I've given to you, my spirit of resurrection, my love I've given to you, I've saved you, I've broken the chains of your life, you are free right now. But Peter now says, you are a chosen race, you are a royal priesthood, you are a consecrated nation, you are consecrated, you are consecrated. A people set apart, you have been set apart from the world. God has picked you out of the rest. You've got to sustain that integrity. You're not the same. You can't because you are looking for food. You yield yourself to all of things and then join them again. No. You are set apart to sing the praises of God who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Amen. And so in the gospel, see Mary praising God. She has poured out all the preceding world that God has given to her over the years. My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. He has looked down. On the loneliness of his handmaid, henceforth she prophesied, all generations shall call me blessed. Why? The Almighty has done great things in me. He has invested himself in me. Holy is his name. Then she began to be prophetic. 
she began to be prophetic. And what did she say there? Hmm? His mercy is on those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has shown forth his arm and strength to scatter the proud in the imagination of their heart. That's where she summarized the devil. With that word, she has bound every satanic powers in their imagination of wickedness, of perversity, of negativity. With his mighty hand, he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. He casts down the mighty from their thrones. And then lifts up the lonely. Who are the lonely? We are the ones who will be lifted. He feeds the starving with good things. Send the rich away empty. He protects Israel's servants, remembering his mercy. That must be your prayer every day. That's the prayer of your mother in the spirit. You must learn to say this prayer and let it charge your system, charge your body, charge your life. You must pray meditatively. You must key into the spirit which was saying this. And you know what? The angel that teaches me told me that Mary was able to activate her assumption because of this prayer. These are about 21 Bible quotations. The Magnificat. So, the people of God, God has given us all the opportunity to be like Jesus and to be like Mary. You have a sole responsibility to walk in that dimension. And as we join heaven to celebrate the power of resurrection and the power of being lifted with Christ, may we all be blessed by the Holy Spirit and pursue this sole aim of God in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I miss the darkness and the confusion that we see around us. All the distraction that comes from the political, economic ways of this world. We will know that even though we are in the world, we are not of the world and we have a sole responsibility to cling unto Jesus, as the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, so that where he is, we shall be also. May God bless us now, through Christ our Lord. Amen.